Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. Welcome to the official, official launch of Season 6 of GT Radio, originally the Geek Therapy Podcast. My name is Oswald Cardona. I'm joined by Lauren Keller. Hello. And Lara Taylor. Hey. And... This is the cast for season six for now. Um, last year we had Brandon Saxton on board, and Brandon is going to uh, not be on GC Radio for this season. Instead, he's going to take the reins of our brand new RPG podcast, which is called Geek Therapy Adventures. So if you listened to us last season and remember we did a D&D trilogy where we talked about D&D, we played D&D, and then we uh, reflected on playing D&D. Um, we're going to do a whole podcast and built off of that campaign. So we have already done a few more chapters of that, and so that should be coming out soon. And Brandon is super excited. He he wants to take the original uh, story. He wants to make sure we like edit it, add stuff to it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what it becomes, but... Um, yeah, GT Adventures, be on the lookout for that by Brandon Saxton. And so if this is your first time uh, with us here on GT Radio, uh, Geek Therapy, basically the theory is we have an affinity for something. There's something that we really, really enjoy, we geek out about. And then at the same time, we see something that's relatable within that uh, to our life, to a situation, to something going on in our lives, somebody else's life. We start connecting those two things and it opens up a space to really, really understand stuff in a way that you couldn't just by maybe talking about it directly or addressing it head on. You know, sometimes we even like don't want to talk about something, want to avoid it. And then it just sneaks up in our favorite TV show or in our favorite movie. And it creates an opportunity to talk about that. All of that came from clinical work when I was a therapist and uh, we've built an entire community of therapists and uh, we'll be talking a lot about not only in the mental health space, but in the education space, uh, media psychology, uh, and we'll be bringing up tons of examples. The The reason why uh, I love this show so much is because it allows us an opportunity every week to practice that skill of b- talking about something really, really important, something meaningful within and through the lens of something that we really care about. And with three of us who are... Uh, some of us are very similar in some aspects, but we're also very different <laughs> in others. Um, me and Laura are practically the same person, but mm-hmm. uh, not always. And like 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 ninety nine point five percent of the time. It's true. It's true. It's true. But luckily, we don't watch ninety nine percent of the same things exactly. or read the same things. Uh, so so it it creates an opportunity to discuss different. Uh, different pieces of media and different topics. And again, this is, this is our chance every week to do that. Uh, and just, and just practice that skill. So, so this is kind of like a reintroduction episode to get us, you know, back into it. We've been, we, you know, we took a vacation for the holidays. We had a few weeks off. I kind of regret it. This is always like my favorite thing to do every week. And, but just like anything, if you stop for a week, it's like, it's hard to get back into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just came back from, from a trip yesterday, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, there is one thing I wanted to do different for, for this year. Um, but before I get to that, uh, so 
maybe maybe again an intro for people who who don't uh know us uh so lara taylor what? please please like introduce <laughs> yourself like how how would you i was gonna introduce you but i'm like nah, I, want, I want to hear what you say what how i you, say you, yeah well how would you introduce yourself how would i introduce myself yeah i'm a huge nerd mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i am a licensed marriage and family therapist in california I am in a group practice where I get to bring all my geeky loves into therapy with people and geek out about stuff I enjoy, geek out what my cli- about what my clients enjoy. It's a lot of fun. I love my job. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a draining job, but I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, how would, how would you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Lauren Keller, and I'm a nightmare skeleton trapped in a flesh bag. That's what I was going to say. Awesome. Awesome. That's a way better introduction than mine. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that feels very succinct. But um, for those of you more interested, I am a media psychology PhD student at Fielding Graduate University, which um, is located in Santa Barbara, California, but it is online. So yeah, I'm getting my doctorate online. And uh, my personal focus is on video games. And I am currently in the very beginning steps of my dissertation. So I am an anxious wreck. Yep. <laughs> Can't <Woo>! confirm. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Josue Cardona. I'm an engineer, mental professional, design researcher. I uh, started Geek Therapy many, many years ago and uh, kind of, you know, try to try to keep this uh, train moving. Um, I think a few other things that are kind of, at least that I'm super proud of uh, about, about us as a, as a group is... Uh, we were in different places. <laughs> we represent different sexual orientations, different, uh, I, don't, I don't know how different our ideologies are, but like, like you know, like we're, we're pretty different people. We're pretty diverse, I think. I think, which is, uh, which is meaningful. Um, so, like, I am a cisgender, heterosexual, male. I'm pretty white, but I'm Hispanic. So that's, that's a, that's a, that's um something um so brown depending on <laughs> who you're talking something. to yeah 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 you yeah. know it's it's funny i had a conversation with my mom about this where i was like mom like in 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 the united states where where many people consider us brown and she's like brown what are you talking about brown and i had to go into this whole conversation like she's she's in her 60s and she lived in new jersey and new york for a big part of her life and it's like this was a foreign concept to her to her she I don't, I don't know. Like to her, she thought, like, oh well, when I'm when I'm in the states, people just think I'm white, or people think maybe I'm Hispanic. But there's no like that term just seemed very strange to her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I I've I've pitched this idea many times to Ali Matu, friend of the show, uh, former uh, co-host with us here, uh, about doing a show called Two Shades of Brown because he's Pakistani. <laughs> Right. And and uh, I, th- I thought it would be an interesting conversation, um, like a, an interesting project on on race and perspective from from two brown people who are like <laughs> very different. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I was I was born in Puerto Rico. I've, I've lived in Puerto Rico for, I guess, the last couple of years. And um, 
I can talk about all sorts of hurricane stuff if you want. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know, th- all of those things matter. There, there are more things um, too, but uh, is there anything you all want to share about yourselves that also might be relevant in terms of diversity and, and kind of different perspectives that we bring to the table? Yeah, um, I'm also white. I don't know if that's apparent by my extremely white voice. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a bisexual non-binary person and I particularly chose that because I think the irony of having the two bi's totally oppose each other is perfection and I love it and that's how I live my life. If you're asking me to choose between two things, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <great>. also Jewish. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> There you go. That's helpful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, anything you want to share? When you were presented with two choices. What do you when do? I was presented with two choices, I picked the ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am cisgendered, lesbian, love my wife, who is also a host of another GT podcast, queer comics podcast. Uh, and I love my cats and they are my children. And that is all you need to know about me. (laughs) I'm going to go meet a dog this weekend for potential adoption. (gasps) Josue, we almost came home with a dog this last weekend. Do we need a dog? No, we don't need a dog, (laughs) but we need a dog. (laughs) I I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know uh, how that, how this goes. But um, I, I do not have a pet at the moment. Oof. Ah, well, again, I, I, I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, we're, we're not just, you know, a bunch of straight guys talking about, you know, comic books and stuff like that. Like, I think what we do is really different. Over time, we've had uh, different people on the show as, as co-hosts, very different um, perspectives that we can all, all bring to it obviously different life experiences but it's something that I'm, I'm really proud of and uh i'm i was super excited when when lauren you joined because of your media psychology background and the way we met was really cool you listened to another one of our podcasts uh, psych tech and headshots and you reached out and we played video games while we talked about like what you mm-hmm. wanted to do with your life <laughs> it was great yeah 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 it was fantastic and now and now here you are you know and uh it's it, it's one of my favorite stories to, to share. I mean, I kind of just like uh, skimmed over it, but uh, I think it's really cool. And the way I met Lara also, me and um, another friend of the show, uh, Dr. Patrick O'Connor, we were at San Diego Comic-Con. We were giving a presentation on geek therapy and Lara was in the audience. And then her wife tweeted at me like, hey, you should, you should, you should read this blog. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl Lara just wrote. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. And then, you know. I harassed you until until we joined forces. And then you met your platonic other half. And then we, yep. And then I learned <laughs> we're practically the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the community is full of um, awesome people, and we we share a lot of information back and forth. And you know, it's it's been great to hear. Uh, like just over the past couple of weeks when a lot of people joined uh, our discord and they were saying like, Oh yeah, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show. Like I, I listen to GT radio a lot or I listen to headshots and 
it's great because I, I really think that what we're doing matters as a whole, right? As geek therapy as a whole. And this show in particular, again, I think it keeps, it keeps things moving because sometimes it's really hard to stay motivated to do a new project. And we have a lot of different shows, but they're all, uh, consistent at different, uh, levels, right? Because, because it's hard because we're all doing this on our, on our spare time and, but they're all passion projects. They're all something that we really, really want to do. And we think that the work matters. And so, so I'm, I'm glad we're back whenever, like a couple of weeks without, without recording. And I feel, I feel weird. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> I feel, I feel much better. We're back. We're back. It's been like a month this way. I know. I know. Well, like, Worst we needed the month break. ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, we I needed missed the break. you guys so much. <laughs> Ah, oh, same, same. Mm-hmm. Oh, but but yeah, yeah. Need- the break was good. Definitely, it's it's important to uh, to take breaks, if only to make you appreciate the thing more. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Agreed. Lauren. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, yeah, so so we're back, and so I just kind of wanted to again review everything. Like that was a quick uh, summary of everything we've been doing for. I guess when was the first episode of GT Radio was in 2012. We launched the website in 2011. It's been a long time. Uh, we're still here. This is episode 233 of just this podcast. That's there's, ridiculous. There's over 600 episodes total, not to mention blog posts and all this other stuff that we've done, stuff we've never published. It's uh, It's good. It's good. It's a lot of stuff. It's pretty good. We even have podcasts that we've like finished recording and not published. <clears throat> Uh, so we, ah. <laughs> 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 but, <clears throat> but it'll, you know, it happens, it happens. Uh, so, but even though we were technically on vacation, uh, I can't turn off my geek therapy brain. So I made a list of a few things that I saw that I should make a GT library entry for, for each of these. So, okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. You yell at me in caps to make yes. a list, to make an yep. entry. I yep. make an entry, and yep. you're sitting there with a list of entries. <sighs> I know. Do I need to yell in caps at you? Please. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I I react well <laughs> to, to yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so please, please. And the reason I even bring this up here is for accountability purposes. But uh, so these like really st- stood out to me. Over the you have a text waiting for you. Good, good, good. Keep reminding me. <laughs> so, so I'll bring up just like a, a few examples. Uh, so I saw. Actually, I'll start with. Um, I was playing Fallen Order, the the Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. So and, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And have, have you beat the game yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I yeah. beat it. So, so there was something that really stood out to me about that game, which was the fact that uh, in the story. Uh, the 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 game takes place right after Order sixty six, which is in Star Wars when basically all of the Jedi were wiped out. So when we see that in in Episode three, right in Revenge of, in Revenge of the Sith, we basically see all of these soldiers turn on the Jedi and just kill them all. But there are other stories that have been told in comics, in Rebels, and now in Fallen Order, where you know that there were these. Uh, Jedi and Padawan were like teachers and students who were attacked and some people survived, 
and the the protagonist of this game he he was a kid he saw his master die protecting him and then he had to go into hiding for years and that sounds pretty traumatic and mm-hmm. it turns out that it was and the way that it affected this character in particular was that basically he dissociated right like he there's a lot of memories from his past that he's completely forgotten and, and pieces of the force he cut off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way I, I like the way that the game plays with it, where as you're progressing through the game, there are moments where it would really it's like there are moments that kind of remind him of things in the past. And then he goes back and he relives these memories. He goes back to those moments where he was learning with his master. And he's like, oh, right, like I knew how to do this before and now I kind of need it. And he's able to, the way I see it, right, like the the game doesn't say this in in any words like this, right? It doesn't say it was a traumatic experience. It doesn't say dissociation. It doesn't say amnesia. It doesn't say, right, it just says like a lost connection with the force. But the way I see it is that he is growing, right? He is um, becoming stronger he is able to better like he, he's becoming better equipped to handle the this trauma and he's able to process it in a way that he's able to kind of open up these doors to to his past and he starts remembering which then allows him to like have these force abilities again right so in the game you're gaining these abilities instead of learning them for the first time you're actually remembering them and every time that that happened i don't know it just it just really stuck with me i loved the the way that the game did that i can imagine conversations with people feeling that way right like feeling like there was like i i don't have i can't do this anymore because it's too painful to think about it or to go back there and and then slowly as you're progressing through therapy or you're feeling better you're able to have access to these powers essentially right these abilities these these valuable memories and basically like that's the core of the game and I don't know. I, I I loved it for that. There's a point at the end where like he's I don't know. If, I don't know if whole is the right word, mm-hmm. but you've you've kind of regained all the memories, and it's like oh like now he's now he's a Jedi, but it's also like oh now he's back to where he was before. You know, it's like before all the trauma happened, now he has access to all of these things that he didn't have before. And that's like a really healthy place to be to to be. And in the game that translates to you're a badass and they put like 50 enemies in front of you and you're able to mow them down with all these new abilities and and this new new music that's playing. Right. It's like Mm -hmm. the whole the whole scene is, is just so cool. But uh, that one really stuck with me. I really, I really love that as an example of talking about mental health, talking about resilience, talking about growth, and doing it in a way that, that was really fun. Well, and after he regains all these abilities, in the story, he gets to a point where he gets to kind of gain mastery and re- redo his, like, his, like, Padawan training, essentially. Yeah. Like, he gets yeah. to build a new lightsaber Mm -hmm. like he gets to do all of that over again and get that mastery and control and have it be a good experience even though his master is gone and and the new master he's dealing with seer um that's a whole other story too that is a whole other story yeah (laughs) that's a whole other thing that's got a similar experience where she's cut herself off completely from the force is worried about the darkness taking over and like needs to be able to 
to focus and, yeah. and push all that darkness out. And then her story, without spoiling a whole lot of things, like she goes through her own kind of growth and change. Yeah. 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 And it was a good parallel, right? Like she went through something similar and, and her experience was very different. But also very different and really fucked up. Yeah. 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 It's like a good contrast. Yeah. There's a lot of characters in this that go through troubled times and trauma and all kinds of tough situations even uh the the captain of the ship has his own vices he's dealing with yeah, uh yeah and they all kind of get their chance to look at their past and grow from it yeah yeah well i, I know i didn't ask you all that like if you wrote down a list or anything like that but is is there anything that uh, either played or watched or read over the holidays that um they kind of you know made you really think that or, or you thought might be a good thing to to bring on the show to to talk about anything come to mind yeah yeah i've do? got i've got some some stuff that comes to mind um i recently watched um the cartoon netflix sh- short series called infinity train mm. it was a um a single episode short that came out in 2016 and um, it was well, well received. So they turned it into a season, which I guess people liked so much that now they're working on a second season, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very good. It is about a young girl named Tulip whose parents are newly divorced and she is supposed to be going to a Uh, video game design summer camp because she likes to make video games. She's a a blossoming coder. And um, due to parental shit, she ends up not being able to go. And she's like, well, fuck that. I'm going anyways. And so she goes. But on the way, she runs into the Infinity Train. And uh, it's full of adventures and fun characters and there's um there's a robot sidekick that's like half marvin from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and then half Gur from invader zim it's it's fun (laughs) it's it's a lot of fun um and it's it's got cute animation and it's a fun little adventure tale and about how we come up with stories for what happens to us and we get so stuck in our version of the story that will basically lie to ourselves about the truth and and how part of growing up is recognizing that that it's not just your story that's happening and um it's it was it was really good it was real fun it had some cool music um it's a 10 11 minute episodes so it's um it's totally doable in one or two sittings highly recommend it but yeah it definitely made me think a lot as um myself being a child of divorce uh, i related a lot in that way um there was uh one section where she's imagining like well you know wouldn't it just be perfect if my parents never got divorced and they loved each other like I always imagined that they did and and forgetting about all of the times that you witnessed them fighting and witnessed them hurting each other and seeing how unhappy they were and and just putting that aside because it's like 
well, I'm hurt now, and so that's more important. And, and sort of shifting that that kid-centric view into a more broader worldview. Uh, yeah, cartoons are good, y'all. I love cartoons. <laughs> cartoons are the best. <laughs> They're so good. They just, I, I just, yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. it was a good show. I highly recommend it if you... um. If you're feeling a lot of feelings about uh, past events that were out of your control, um, I think Infinity Train, there might be a little a little bit in there for you to get some comfort from. So I was just Googling it as you were, as you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the, so, so there's Tulip is the main character, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's a, in the second season, Mirror Tulip is the main character? What? Oh, what? <laughs> okay, so so in one of in one of the so each each of on this infinity train, each of the train cars is totally different. And so some of them, it's like the first one they show is like this white grid room. And when you touch the squares on the grid, it, it makes a, a musical tone and pops up a block on that spot that you touched a cube. And so they do like a, a fun little thing where they're like making music while building structures. It's very neat. But then there are other car room slash worlds that are like a whole land like you walk in a door and then there's not seams around you you're just in this open area and so it's it's very it's very diverse in the in the places she goes but one of the places is basically uh a mirror world and it yeah. ends up being very similar to um Ocarina of Time when yeah. you meet Dark Link yeah and and it has a um i feel a very nice and unique way of of um ending that particular adventure but i don't want to give it away because i want you guys to watch it (laughs) so it's on netflix it is oh yeah i think so yes something it's definitely streaming somewhere i'm gonna check it out because it reminds me of celeste Mm -hmm. the the idea of like there's this other character right as you're playing as celeste that is basically your your opposite right and it's something that you have it's something that you have to come to terms with multiple times throughout the game so i'm just mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it's related uh, or how similar it is but it reminds me of that wonderful trope uh, which is <laughs> which is uh, often used to to great success ooh i'm interested now okay so yeah. qu- quick correction infinity train is um, available on Amazon Prime Video, and if gotcha. you have uh, if you have TV, you can watch it on Cartoon Network. Yeah, mm. and okay. CartoonNetwork.com. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But all of the the first set, the first season, all of the episodes should be available. I'll check that out. You know, you said something about stories, right? And and kind of like the the power of stories, and sometimes we we tell a story and we change it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, um, as we go through and. Uh, that's something that uh, last week I went to visit family and uh, my my 90-year-old grandmother was basically like there, there's a lot of things that she's never done and never seen and has no idea about. And the only reference that she has is a story like you can't do this because I heard a story of a neighbor once that this happened to. So for her, that's proof that. I don't know, like if you go outside without an umbrella, you know, like 
you'll catch a cold kind of thing, right? It's like it's like she doesn't know that it's true, but she heard a story like that. And mm-hmm. she has she has stories like that for a lot of things that she's never seen, doesn't understand really, but she her 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 point of view, right? Or her it's like her education is all based on these stories that she doesn't mm-hmm. really know if they're true or not, but she just takes them as true because you know, her sister told her or her cousin told her. Or she all heard urban that legends. Yeah, 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 in a way. And it's it's like, again, she's 90. There are like half the things she says I want to fight with her about, but it's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to bother anymore. Are you going to win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Even if I did, what, what does it yeah. matter? She's like, she's 90 and confined to a room. Let her think what room. she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But, but I was thinking about that so much. She kept bringing up things where it's like, I know that you've never... Like, you've never been to that country. Like, the things that you believe are completely based on bullshit. Or sometimes even things that she saw on TV, you know? And sometimes it's just a TV show. And it it, it made me think... Like, we, I mean, obviously, that's the, the majority of what we talk about uh, here on the show is, is, is about stories and the power of stories for us to... to like, again, those moments where we're like, oh, like, we understand something uh, about ourselves. And... Yeah, no, like I'm just glad that you you brought that up. I really want to check out this 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 series to see how yeah. it, how it deals with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you telling that story about your grandma, it um it it brings to mind uh, in media psychology one of the main theories we return to over and over again is social learning theory, which is what you're talking about, where we hear information from other people, and even if we have no way to verify it, we just go like, yeah, that seems right. Sounds true. I believe that now. Yep. And that that is true for interacting with people face-to-face. That is true with interacting with people over the phone. <clears throat> and it's true for like watching fake characters on tv and in movies and reading it in books and like the all of that stuff our brains uh don't really necessarily necessarily distinguish them from real life and not real life it's like that seems like it could be important i'm saving it (laughs) and and the way human brains are structured is that we learn through stories that is how we learn everything is through storytelling and narrative structure and so if you are given a piece of information and it's just a statement you're like okay but if you're given a piece of information and it's inside of a story one you're going to believe it more and two you're going to remember it more Mm -hmm. because that's the way your brain's set up and so thinking about the power of stories especially within the the framework of geek therapy and wanting to help people connect and understand themselves better and understand each other better is like understanding that aspect of stories that s- stories are what really allows us to communicate with each other and really connect to each other it does make you appreciate the media you consume a lot more because you start to see the way that those stories are bringing you to other people are helping you to understand the way the world works now again it's not always 100% accurate, so there's some sifting required, <laughs> but I still think it's really powerful and um, important to be aware of. Yeah, so the I think most of the time this this is super helpful. Well, I, no, actually, I would say about half the time. It's super helpful when you're talking about a relatable story in that you see it and you say, well, that, that's that's how I feel. That's exactly what I went through. That was exactly my situation. But then if you look at something like... Uh, like I talked about being Hispanic before. Like there are lots of times where I see a Hispanic person on TV and it infuriates me because I think <laughs> I think oh like people are gonna think that we're all like that and that and mm-hmm. and. 
that's kind of what happens, right? If you've never met someone from a particular country, like I'll give a, I'll give a, a non-personal example, <laughs> right? Maybe I can be a little bit more objective. Uh, I was um, I was recording earlier today for a new anime project that we're starting, a new anime podcast, and we were talking about how, like, for a long time, I was, I thought that I knew what Japan was like, but that was just based on anime. But I really have no idea because I've never been there. <laughs> and the first two people from Japan that I met, like, and like had a real conversation with, I talked to them about anime, and they were like, "I don't watch anime." And I was like, "Whoa, what?" And like my <laughs> whole conception of what Japanese people were were like, and and what they enjoyed, and and what I what I envisioned was you know, turned on its head because I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And you sent and me I, a TikTok like about that. <laughs> I did. Like I did. people's expectations and then you get there and it's like all the signs are not in a language I understand and these people are not <laughs> acting like they do in the anime and yeah. oh what is going on? Exactly. And so like I've yeah. never I've I still haven't been there. So I don't know. I mean now I I I don't believe like I did when I was younger that I that I have any idea what Japan is actually like, but but like it, it it's taken years of having conversations like this one to be able to you know understand that, <laughs> and and so sometimes I'll see I'll see something uh, a Hispanic person in a really popular thing and I'm like oh why why did they do like the stereotypical thing that not everybody does and now everybody's gonna think that that's that's weird they set us back 10 years you know and like those there's some truth to that because some people that's that's what they learned and they just learned it right now and they learned it completely wrong and it's gonna cause trouble for some people stories they're too good they're too good at what they do they're too good at uh, showing people things <laughs> and I mean, remove Hispanic and put in anything else, you know, any other uh, uh, characteristic identity, uh, race. Yeah, culture, yeah. I mean, I mean, another another example is how many people will watch um, medical procedural shows and mm-hmm. then assume that they actually know anything about medicine. And there's like actual research that shows, you know, people who watch uh, ER and Grey's Anatomy consistently believe that they have, you know, more knowledge about various medical things than people who don't watch the show. And it's it's pretty much just like, no, it's because you, you watched that one episode about anaphylaxis and now you think you know everything about allergies. You don't. You just watched that one episode and it but taught it, you about EpiPens. But all you know about now is EpiPens, not because, all of allergies. Because that's it, right? Like that's the first and the last time you ever heard about it. So like mm-hmm. that's all, that's 100% of the information you have about that was there yep. from that episode. And you didn't and so Google for anything some things, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And so for some things, it's like it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But then for other things, when you think about like representation of people with disabilities in movies and, and TV shows, you think about the way people with autism are commonly portrayed you think about the way um you know queer black people get portrayed frequently is is the recognition that um it is not a uh, a holistic representation and often types oftentimes it often relies on stereotyping to uh, transmit a message to you whether or not that's a good or bad stereotype doesn't really matter so much as it's something that culturally you have a reference point and so 
that's how you get, you know, the idea of like, I watched, you know, 16 slice of life animes. And so therefore, I know what a slice of life in Japan is like, right? That <laughs> that tracks, right? And then everybody's like, um, honey, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's not just... Um... What is it? It's like it's not just a stereotype. It's like that can be a one hundred percent factual, super honest, perfect representation of mm -hmm. one person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But and then that then one other person, people, all the other people are like, "No, you got it wrong. This is this is." But no, this yeah. is my experience. Yeah, yeah. That one person doesn't represent the one hundred percent. There, there yeah. is a story of a. Oh, who is it? Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's a comic artist. And she wrote a story, a graphic novel of her own story. And somebody told her she got the experience wrong. Yeah. And she's like, it's my fucking life. It's my life. Shut the fuck up. Yep. I see that happen all the time. But like, you know, we talk about conversation starters, right? Like one thing is, is using the media to say, that's exactly how I felt. That's my, that's my experience like that. I couldn't put it into words, but let me show you from this mm -hmm. story, this movie, this comic book. But in yeah, the other half. Or being able to, to say my experience was like this, except yeah. and being able to use that as the starting point of like, here's the basic outline of what happened to me, but you're missing the important details that are, are unique to my experience yep. and, and aren't intended for a broad studio audience. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be a full spectrum, right? It's like, no, mm -hmm. it's like uh, sometimes I will present something to a client, right? Where it's like, hey, I don't know. I'm like, you're an orphan. Here's Superman's story. Do you relate? Absolutely not. And here are all the reasons why. But that's and it, that's again. just as important as yeah. do you relate? Yes, and here are all the reasons why. <laughs> yep, yep. It got us talking about it. It got us talking about it with like maybe you don't have the language for it, but if in this particular case you're familiar with DC Comics and Superman and Krypton and Kansas and Smallville and you know superpowers and things like that, it's like okay, well now we have a language. We kind of have a framework that we can use to talk about this thing. And yeah, all the details are wrong, but now you can tell me why. You know, and I don't know. It's great. I think, you know, it, it works. It works really well. <laughs> it, uh, it's made my, my life as a mental health professional and teacher way easier. <laughs> so, so easy. Um, easier, not easy, but easier. Definitely mm -hmm. easier. That's good. It's good. Man, I missed you guys. <laughs> uh, I've got, I'll probably bring up one more if, if nobody has, uh, anything else that they remember. The only thing I have, uh, because it's been a month and I there's mm -hmm. so many things, I have beaten three video games and finished <gasps> and caught up on a show in this <gasps> year alone. It's amazing. Okay. It's so, amazing. so what video games have you finished? Okay. So I finished Assassin's Creed 3 remastered. Okay. 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 Nice. I finished uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Nice. And What Remains of Edith Finch. Hey! Whoa! I finally played it. I'm so Whoa. happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I finished those, and I caught up on Atypical, which could be its own, like, mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. It's its I'm own not... thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, w I binge-watched a limited series on Netflix called Unbelievable, um, mm. which is super intense. Trigger warning, the show is about rape. Um, but the piece that I found important was, 
I mean, the whole thing could be important, but I wouldn't necessarily re- recommend it for people to watch the whole thing uh, unless I knew them. Uh watching i think it was episode seven uh this girl was assaulted not believed she's got a troubled past she's mandated to go to therapy and the therapist in this episode i'm like god i wish i i hope i'm this therapist like um girl didn't want to talk um she's like it's 50 minutes right we can just sit here i don't have to do anything eventually the therapist gets her to talk about a movie she's seen which is zombie land uh and she starts talking about zombies and the therapist is like well i don't get zombies explain zombies to me uh and along the line they say uh they get to the point of the conversation where it's like well it's not the zombies you have to worry about it's the people and they talk about how she's had all these issues with people and you can't trust these people and can't let people in and they're the ones you have to worry about. Uh, it was beautiful. Beautiful. I said, I want to be that therapist. And the actress, everything else I've seen her in, I hate her. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. The therapist? The, who plays the, the therapist. therapist. Okay. The therapist. Okay. I need to check it out. Um, this reminds me, over the, the last week, I... Again, I was visiting family and I have these two little cousins. I think they are in fourth and first grade, I believe. And so they come over and like, they don't remember me. I've seen them many times throughout their lives, but they're too small. They don't remember me. And the little girl in particular, like she was like, like terrified, you know, like she was like hiding behind her, her grandfather. She wouldn't even say hi to me, but the boy like came and shook my hand. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, no problem. You know, like. No problem. So I go. I'll get you eventually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they they go. They they're they're in the kitchen, and I see that the that the boy is playing on a switch, and he's playing Mario Maker two, and so uh, I'm like, oh, have you? I'm like, oh, you got uh, Mario Maker. He's like, it's Mario Maker two. Like, oh, this kid's testing me. Okay, this is gonna be fun. So then, <laughs> so I'm like. Yeah, no, that's cool. Have you played story mode? And then I go into that and he's like, yeah, I've done this many. And then I was like, oh, I've only done about half the levels. And then that's where like his eyes open up, you know, and like I've got him. And and then the little girl was a little harder, but uh, eventually we we all played Switch together. We played Overcooked uh, together. We played Smash Brothers. We played uh, Mario Maker together. The girl, like, listen, I can't connect with them about everything, right? But I, I found out, like, what they liked. And she, like, the little girl had watched Frozen. She's like, have you watched Frozen? Like, what's your favorite song? And it just so happens that I like Frozen. So we were able to sing that. She's like, oh, um, I really like Paramore. And she started singing Paramore songs. And I know Paramore, so, I, like, I knew a couple of songs. So, like, by the end of the, of the, of the you know, a couple of days, like, we were all, we were all best friends. Oh. And and it was just one of those things where, uh, like using the things that they liked, we were able to to connect, you know. And it's like that's that's a big part of what we're talking about here, right? It's like it's it's just sometimes it's it's hard to connect with people. It's hard to open up to people. And this is the same for for small kids who are in first grade as it is for for adults and like my ninety year old grandmother. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for, for this little girl, like we were able to connect through Frozen with my 90 year old grandmother. I can connect with her over Bible stories. Right. It's, it's, they're all stories and all these things that we, that we like. It's their favorite things and, and being able to <clears throat> like just 
just that spark, right, is is so important. And to be able to just to be open to those things. Even like that example from Unbelievable Lara where she's like, I don't know anything about zombies. Tell me about zombies, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's how she said it, but I don't, I don't necessarily like that. that. That's, that's pretty much like what she said. She's like, <laughs> she really doesn't. She's like, I don't know anything about zombies. Tell me about zombies or explain the movie to me or something. And like, but that she openness. goes on to explain the movie. Yeah. yeah just but, like the curiosity exactly. and like being willing to learn about something. Yep. I, I mean, yep. I have, I have, listen to clients go on about i hate country music and i've listened to a client talk about country music for an hour and geeked (laughs) out with them yeah uh and was so excited that they were so excited so like yeah just be interested yeah yeah it's that thing right it's that it's that curiosity it's just like you know like flip it on them like i don't i don't know i I why do you like it so much tell me yeah 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 like I can sing into the unknown with you, or you know, if, mm-hmm. if you don't know it, just like, wh- which is your favorite song? What do you like about it? What was your favorite part? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, those those are the kind of things we talk about here. Uh, I think these are these were great examples. This was a good like warm up for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So so what I'm thinking uh, to do things a little bit differently is to kind of set a foundation like this episode was just pretty random with a list of things right uh but what i'm thinking moving forward because we all have we're all like in in different professional aspects and and you know like personal too like i think you know some of my best stories or the the things that i i most wanted to talk about today came from interactions with my family they weren't like at work we did a whole diabetes episode <laughs> we did a whole diabetes episode, episode. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And we use South Park as an as a as a foundation, uh, as a media example, and your life mm-hmm. experiences, and we use those two things to have a good conversation. But so so uh, you see a lot of clients, Lara, and mm-hmm. Lauren, you're researching stuff constantly, and yep. you're also living your life, and <laughs> uh, and so I think that it would be cool to to like you know pull more from those things. I know personally, I plan on speaking a whole lot more this season about my own depression, my own anxiety, my own uh, ADHD, how to, how media has helped me deal with those things. I've like I don't know, I've been reflecting on that and I'm like, man, I'm like I don't I don't talk enough about my own stuff. And I think it's important for us to to do that too. I mean, you you all don't have to, but like that's something that I that I feel that I really want to do. So, you know, personal examples are also super helpful because again, the mm-hmm. idea here is to practice. So, we're going to try to take turns. You know, like every week I'll I'll just say like, okay, so this week it's Lauren's turn, next week it's Lara's turn and and kind of like to set the stage for us. And in the past, we've talked about spoilers and we've like all agreed to watch the movie and read the book. And I kind of, I want to take a step back from all that because we just had some really good conversations and I haven't seen Infinity Train. I haven't seen Unbelievable. Um, Lauren, you haven't, uh, I'm assuming you haven't played Fallen Order, right? Or, or gotten through well, those things. I didn't play it, but I did watch most of it so gotcha. <laughs> i can follow well you're following gotcha gotcha but but like it doesn't you don't need to you know and i think yeah. that that's kind of the the point that we're getting here at the end is like you can just be curious you can engage in that conversation with someone and you it doesn't like that's a misconception that a lot of people have like over the years people like have always asked me like oh like how am i possibly gonna watch you know like read all those comic books i'm like what the you can't you know you don't <laughs> like, have to <laughs> nobody's expecting you to and it's way more about that curiosity but 
if you you can also like bring in your own stuff, you know, when because sometimes the client won't, and you'd be surprised where you can kind of like right now. I assumed you you didn't you weren't familiar with the game, but look at that, you were like you you watched the whole thing. So and and that's that's a, a valid thing too. Like if someone brings something up and you're curious about it, you can just watch videos on YouTube. You can just watch somebody streaming in. You can watch a video read essay the, on it. Read the Wikipedia page. Read the wiki. I mean, that's more than enough sometimes to get the essence and to get the conversation to where you want yeah. it to. Yeah. Like yeah. like I said before, it really it really comes down to stories. We are very narrative driven species. And so while I'm sure it is more useful to actually have, you know, personal experience with the piece of media that you're referencing. As long as you have, you know, uh, an understanding of the story and what the story is, is, you know, bringing up in that person, what they're connecting to, you can connect that to anything. Like, that's yeah. the, that's a golden ticket right there because yeah. you figure out, like, the heart of it. <laughs> The heart yeah. of the cards. Ah. Oh. It's uh it, yeah, it's it's all about it's all about stories. Yeah. It's how and, we connect to each other and how we understand ourselves. And sometimes A it's lot. just one moment, right? It doesn't have to be it's like it's not the whole movie. It's not the whole game. It was that one no, scene. No, it's it's the one line from the song that yeah. they're playing in the background while the building explodes, like gutted me and here's why. And you're like, Well, I didn't see that movie, but yeah. <laughs> I've been gutted by a line from a song before. Hell yeah. Yep. So so we're relaxing all the rules now. So when it's your turn, bring up whatever. It's fine. Uh, I leave spoilers to your discretion. I also allow, like, I think it's cool if any of us want to, like, veto. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to spoil the end of this movie. It's like, no, I want to watch it. It's like, <laughs> like, you know, we'll, we'll play it. We'll, it'll be a case-by-case thing. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. We're back, uh, and I'm, I'm super excited about. Um, like to me, this is this is the the flagship. This is the core. This is what keeps us going. You know, every week it's the practice, but also things come from this. So like, I'd like to explore the the Fallen Order thing more in a headshots episode, which is our our video gaming po- primarily podcast. Um, we did. We talked a lot about Star Wars, and our tabletop gaming podcast is gonna, is about to do a Star Wars episode. On we did three Star Wars <laughs> episodes in a week. I know, I know, I know. Plus, I made the diabetes episode logo like like Clone Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> And and so like ideas that come here or ideas that we don't have the time to spend on here, we can you know they can branch off and become their own things. We have tons of shows that are ex- uh, that are exploring ideas uh, much more deeply and much more um, like sticking to a particular uh, genre or or medium. Like like I said, there's a there's a we've got an anime show that's about to come out, and that's like that's that's using this same model but only talking about anime so if anime is your thing like check that show out but if like steven universe is your thing we have a show that does that right so gaming whether it's tabletop uh, video games and now we're gonna do the gt adventures which is it'll be a different show it'll be fun but it'll be you know people from the community playing tabletop uh, uh, role-playing games and I don't know. We've got a little bit of everything. So again, it's exciting because everything kind of branches out from here. And lots of times we like, we have a guest here and then that becomes its its own show. So I'm excited. The future is bright. Uh, whew. And, and yeah, that's it. Uh, anybody have uh, anything they want to say or share before we, we leave? 
I just want to say I'm super excited mm-hmm. that I decided to get a journal for mm-hmm. my office, mm-hmm. and I am keeping a media process notes journal. Ooh. So anytime Yay. media gets brought up in my office, uh, whether it's by me or the clients, I am writing it down. Uh, and for anyone that doesn't yes. know what process notes are, they are separate from your progress notes, which are the things that get called into court. And it's just more of a like, how was this helpful? What are your thoughts um, how is it affecting me? How is it affecting the client? Whatever. So um, I'm really excited to have what, like this like thing that's like specifically for media references. Yeah, that's so um, cool. Yeah, are you, are it's you... a Wonder Woman journal, guys. It's a Wonder <laughs> oh, Woman yeah. moleskin. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, I've been upping my game this January. I decided I was going to take more thorough notes oh. in my my media tracking. So, um, yeah, been been actually writing down some notes. I mean, sometimes it's pretty funny because <laughs> I watch a lot of horror movies, and I don't necessarily want to write down like the surprise twist conclusion. So I'm just trying to like vague post about what it is. <laughs> Try, mm-hmm. Trying to find that level of like, oh yeah, I remember that movie, but also like don't completely give away the coolest part of that movie. I have a separate journal that I keep by my couch to write things down. Like if I'm playing a video game or watching a movie and something strikes me, but like I don't really fill it out. But at work, Part of my job is filling out notes, and mm-hmm. so I'm more diligent about at reflection after I meet with a client. So um, it's not very full right now. I just got it like a week ago, and half my clients are out of town right now and still still balancing things out. But like, it's, there's stuff in there, and it's pretty cool, and I'm going to try and like make that a practice. Okay. Heck yeah. I like this. I like this. I hope more therapists start keeping media process journals. I'm coining the term. It is a media <laughs> process journal. Um, John uh, earlier today was showing me a bullet journal. This is something that I was those are with. so complicated it and was, really cool. It was very so cool. cool. It was just so is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was just it was incredible. It was it blew my mind. I I don't got time for all that, but thank you, John, for doing that. And uh, showing us how cool they can be. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It's, um, whew. Yeah, y'all are motivating me to buy a physical <laughs> I'm like, thing of paper. And My daily notebook is, you know, three quarters of the way full. I'm like, oh, it's about time for me to go get a notebook. And I'm like, mm, I could get like eight notebooks mm-hmm, and I could have a notebook mm-hmm. for this and a notebook <laughs> for this. <laughs> so let me show you, I'll send you a TikTok that someone showed me of, uh, an app that is really good for taking notes. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. I prefer that. Um, I prefer TikToks also. Can I just take TikTok notes? Like my notes be TikTok TikTok of everything. Yeah, yeah. You should do that then. That's the yeah. dream. That's what I should do. Th- then do it, but you're not doing it. Oh, so we're going to talk it. so much about TikTok this year. I just, I just, <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's not the year of the rat. It's the year of the TikTok. Honestly, I mean, everything we've talked about is like basically what we've been saying for eight years, right? It's like, we're just, I'm, I'm finally getting comfortable with like talking about the same thing over and over again and even bringing up like the same stories over again. But TikTok has made me like, it's made me look at everything that we do differently because it, 
it's like it's opened up all these possibilities for me. Uh, I don't know. It's really changed the, my my point of view on a lot of things, and I'm like in in a in a in a great way. Like I'm very excited about it, which is part of the reason why I'm obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> oh, we don't have any TikToks on there yet, but you can follow us at Geek Therapy on TikTok, and you can follow at Geek Therapy everywhere. You can find more Geek Therapy at GeekTherapy.com, uh, and in the show notes, you'll find links to our Discord, our forum where you can comment on this episode and every episode of uh, content on the Geek Therapy Network or just start a new post. You can also find our GT library there, which is our reference library of media examples like the ones we brought up today. And hopefully, if, uh, if Lara and I get our shit together, we'll actually write up some of the things that we talked about today and put them on that, there. That unbelievable episode I talked about today is already up there. It only took hey. me, it only took a little bit of uh, harassing to uh, to get it on there. It's hard work to get it you. It was write so a hard. I was still watching the episode <laughs> that I was wanting to write about when I wrote about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't take that much, Jose. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll see how how uh, the library uh, is going in a few weeks. We'll see. So thank you so much for joining us. Remember, everything is in the in the show notes. Uh, remember to geek out and do good, and we'll be back next week. Bye. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to all of our Patreon producers this month, including Ben, Booney, Jamila, John, Lydia, and Mark. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy. 